Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! Constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. Play ball! It's time for the second game of our radio doubleheader. The third base, that is a fair ball. Manny, an impossible play. Oh, got him! Manny Machado. The inside story on baseball and more. The winning run on set. I think, who would you want up more than Johnny Trinidad? It's been a magical year for Johnny as he comes into the last game with a 699 average. All right, come on, it's getting dark. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. It's a perfect day for softball here at the stadium. 55,000 on hand for Johnny Trill. Bobblehead day here. I mean, it's a great day for the kids. All fans 16 and under will get one. And can Johnny go with a 700 batting average? Do you ever shut the f*** up? On 1080 The Fan. Welcome into the second hour of the Hot Corner. If you're missing the first hour, you download that, the Les Schwab Tires podcast at TinningTheFan.com and the Odyssey app. Speaking of podcasts, Beers on Us podcast will drop tomorrow. Be a tasting room episode, and we'll go back to the well to make ourselves feel better. So you can get those beers wherever you get your beers. It should be a pretty easy one to find. I have no idea what Mike brought. I haven't bought anything yet. I didn't say bought. Oh. I said brought. Well, right. I, I haven't gone. I'm going tomorrow. Because we're recording it tomorrow. I'm so sick of this. <laughs> I have no idea. You what misheard I'm... one letter I said. I have no idea what I'm going to buy either. Or bring. Uh, but make sure you catch that. That'll be a good one. So you can get the beers. Uh, they should be should be fairly easy to find beers. Usually a market of choice. And you can follow along with us. Again, wherever you get your podcast, TanOfTheFan.com and the Odyssey app. Well, Michael. Well, Patrick. Have you? We are both American League guys, correct? Yes. Has there been an American League championship series that you could care less about in recent history? No. Yeah. It was pretty tough, huh? Care less is a tough phrase to use because... 
Because I love baseball, so I'm going to watch baseball. No, because I hate both those teams so viscerally. I cared purely based on that. Yeah. I mean, if you were giving me like twins versus A's, I would care less than I would <laughs> Astros Astros versus Red Sox. Because I feel like I would care more. Right. I'd be like, let's go A's if the twins. Right. But because I so badly hate both the Red Sox and Astros, it was like, I'm having a really hard time watching this because I just want them both to die in a fire. I know I found myself in high pressure situations when a, one team would ever pull through whatever, whether it was like uh, the hitter got a hit or the pitcher got a strikeout, whatever was the more emotional of the two. I was like, yes. Oh, I hate this. Well, I, I actually, I hate myself for admitting this and for having this be true, but I was watching that series and I remember there was a moment and I cannot remember what game it was. But Yuli Gurriel hit an RBI single into right field. Okay. And I went, yes. <laughs> I was pulling for Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I caught myself. The stupid Red Sox made me pull for the cheating Astros because I cannot even come close to having any sort of respect for that stupid, stupid franchise. I had moments like that for both teams. Mm-hmm. Where it was like, oh, nice job. Oh, crap. I'm rooting for the <laughs> Red Sox. Yeah, oh, crap. I'm rooting for the Astros. No, I didn't have that issue. I, I found myself pulling for the Astros, but it was uh, it was not a fun series to watch. That's you know, for sure. I, I'm looking at the year-by-year ALCS, and I'm trying to think of like the most recent, least cared about ALCS, at least from your guys' perspective. Um I don't know. Royals, Orioles, 2014 do anything for you? Those Royals teams were good, man. I think that was that the year that they won it, too. So Yeah, so they, <clears> they were there the year before. No, they won it in 15, Giants in 14. Oh, so even, it was the first year even, they were there? Even gotcha. year. Yeah, I mean, for me, that would probably be... Uh, that was a new team on the scene, though, man. I'm, I'm trying to watch that. Yeah, but uh, I mean... And as, the Orioles, they were, they were loaded. Can they get over the hump? They had that huge win against uh, the Blue Jays. No, they Angels. blew that the next year. The Angels... Mike Trout's only postseason. And he did nothing. And he did nothing. No, I, I keep going back. Well, I, for me, that might, that might be it for me. I don't I don't remember particularly caring too much about no, that. No, because that was like an Astros pre-Astros. That was like a team that had built through the system. Uh, the next year was Royals-Blue Jays. And Blue Jays, dingers. Was that Bautista-Blue Jays? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, go before... Royals. Boy, uh, before the Royals, <clears throat> Red Sox Tigers 2013. Okay, that's it. That was with John Farrell and Jim Leland as managers. Yeah, that, that was yeah, Boy Cabrera. Yeah, I can't say that because I probably hate watched and rooted for the Tigers. But who was who did the Rays play in 08? Uh, the Rays played the Red Sox in 08. Oh, okay. I don't remember that. Red Sox were World Series champs. Then, the he, had the, then yeah. he had the Yankees against uh, the Angels in 09. And the Angels really <clears throat> made it far in those 2000s a lot. Mike yeah. Sosha. Mike Sosha, dude. Yeah. And then he had the back-to-back years with the Rangers going. God. Maybe we're just deep down inside not American League fans. <laughs> no, I I think. <laughs> or we watch too much American League that we just hate all of them. Yeah. it's. Oh, I'm getting a stank eye right now. You know what's very funny? Well, don't look eye. over your shoulder. What, you don't see him? What, nobody? No. You don't see him right there? No. Oh, I see the stink eye. <laughs> anyway, continue. Okay. Um, I didn't see. Yeah. Mike's scared. It's a ghost. No, I know somebody's here, but anyway. Um, 
I, I had this funny moment with my girlfriend because I was watching the Yankees and I would go over and I would see her like once a weekend. I'd go over on Saturdays or something. Mm-hmm. And I I watched so many series where I was like, I hate this team. She was like, who do you like? <laughs> Outside of the Yankees, who do you like? And it was like, well, because I, I was rooting against obviously the Red Sox. Yeah, yeah. And the Rays and the Blue Jays who are really difficult to watch this year. And I think there was another team too. It might have been the Astros. Yeah, it was the Astros. She's like, do you just hate everybody? I was like, yeah, I guess so. It's one of those. Uh, because you like an American <clears throat> League team, you grow to hate the other ones because they keep playing you. Yeah, it's one of those. What would you say you do, you here. do here? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. Uh, and so and there we are. And the only thing I want to say, this isn't what I was going to get to, but I do want to say that I knew I was right on this. And I think you knew that you were right on this as well. The Red Sox, they kept defying us, correct? Yeah. They kept saying, you aren't any good. Why are you good? You suck. Somebody please explain to me why this keeps happening. And then in about game three, game four of the ALCS, it went, oh, right, you suck. And it, Alex Cora, It was I like thought, they got hot at the right <clears throat> time, right? but the, the real Red Sox kind of came back. And I thought Alex Cora made some really bonehead choices, which oh, is surprising yeah. because I think he's a good manager. Whether or not he's a cheater or not is beside the point. But like for the first time, you questioned his judgment in a playoff series, and he was wrong. And he was absolutely wrong. Yeah. Throwing Nathan Evaldi, what are you doing? You're going to throw him in two days. Ridiculous. In yeah. a game that you don't have to win. You don't have to win this game at all. What are you doing leveraging the future? Yeah, I kind of I, – I remember we talked about this last week, I think it was. And I was like, I see why he threw Evaldi because you didn't have anybody you trusted, but it did wind up coming back to bite him. It's not a must-win situation, and he is a must-win situation pitcher. You need him as a starter, not as a reliever in a game that doesn't matter to you. It was a really poor choice, and it just goes to show that even if it was the only choice he has, it goes to show that that team is not very good. They finished last in the division the year before for a reason. Yeah. Well, I, I don't want to go that far because they still made the ALDS or the ALCS and they still had a really good account of themselves in the playoffs. They can hit with anybody. Sure. And their pitchers did show up to pitch well in, when they needed them. Sure. Until they didn't. So I will give them the credit where it's due. Did they make the playoffs? Yes. Did they win the wild card game? Yes. Resoundingly. Did they win the first series? Yes. They deserve to be there. Were they better than the Astros? Hell no. No. Were they better than the other teams in the playoffs? No. They weren't better than the Rays. No. But they certainly caught the Rays at a bad time, and they were playing really well. Were they better mm. than the Yankees? Yeah, maybe. I mean, close. Maybe. Debatable. Yeah, I mean, the but generally speaking, they were not better than anybody in the playoffs, but they just got hot. Yeah. So were they a good team? Yes. Were they a great team? No. No, they were not. No, they were not. Can I ask another question? Ask away. <clears throat> is Xander Bogart's the best shortstop in baseball? All around? Yeah. Boy. Oh, now I got you thinking. <laughs> it's a fair question. Yeah, I, was mean, a- I was asking myself the same thing. I know I know he doesn't play there at this very moment. He will next year. But, I mean, Trey Turner is really high up there on the list for me. I think a healthy Corey Seager is really high up the list. Carlos yep. Correa. Yep. All free agents this year. Frankie Lindor, chilled out. Might have an awesome year next year. Uh, maybe. He's had a couple of rough years in a row. I like how you're just like done on a $300 million guy. 
I kind of am. <laughs> That's fine. I, I kind of am. I don't care. He doesn't play for my team. Um, <clears throat> Xander Bogart's the best shortstop? Boy, probably. Right? Right? Is he as good of a fielder as like Seager, Turner, or Correa, though? I know he's a solid fielder, but is he I like... didn't even mention the best fielder. Andrelton Simmons? Uh, it's Frankie. I'm ignoring him. He's not He's not considered a top shortstop to me right now. Okay. But I'm asking, is Bogarts as good of a fielder as the guys that we're mentioning as top shortstops? Yes, I think so. Okay. If that's the case, then yeah, he probably is. Is he better than some of them? Maybe not. Is he better than some of them? Yes. He's some cl- of them better than him? Yeah. clutch as hell. He's really good. And yeah, yeah, he is. I'm trying to go through the teams in my head real quick, and I'm like, I don't think there's anybody that tops Xander. Trevor Story, Xander Bogarts. Taking Bogarts. Yeah. Well, I mean... I don't even uh, Trevor Story is not in that top tier to me, but Trey Turner's Andrew Bogarts might take Bogarts. That's closer because the speed. <clears throat> oh my god, the, the speed. Turner speed is great, but I'll take the Bogarts defense and the power. Yeah, Turner well, Turner can hit for power, and he gets like three twenty. Yeah, maybe Trey Turner. Maybe, might, maybe I'm sleeping on Trey Turner too much. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit because he played for the Nationals, and who paid attention to the Nationals? And when he was on the Nationals, he was young, and that team was loaded. So you're like, oh, Anthony Rendon. He also won a World Series. But. I know, I know, but you're like Juan Soto. Yeah. You know, all these other dudes, like, they're so great. And also, maybe- Trey Turner was kind of absent in the playoffs for the Dodgers. Right, so. right. Well, he's not playing a natural position. Uh, by the way, just an update on why we were getting the stank eye through the glass by one Crazy Eyes McGinley. Apparently, something got set off by the security system by he is accusing one of us that did it. And so he had to come down here <laughs> and figure it out. And so he was giving us the stink <clears throat> eye because he thinks one of us tripped off the security somehow. I mean, I've been here since three and I haven't left. So I don't know what he's what <laughs> I he's literally walked in the front door with my key fob and that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go to break because I want to hear more about yeah, this. I want to go blame McGinley for it. <laughs> uh, when we come back, game three of the World Series is set for Friday. Series tied 1-1. Let's look ahead and see where this bad boy ends up. That's Mike Lynch, Joe Fish behind the glass. I'm Patrick Harris, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. And he would lift it, and the tip would always touch. And it would make things go off. Real tight, make sure it's popping out. I am so excited to slurp up my favorite pitcher in baseball. I need seeds blowing my mouth away. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I don't know if this has ever been done before, but I would like to introduce to the radio world one crazy-eyed Jeff McGinley. Sir. I'm I'm on many of the day parts in this station. You should hear me scream at Sprague at 6 in the morning, right? It's not 6 in the morning. It's, you know, 9 at night, which means that I'm going to be called back at 6 in the morning. Keep your hand on the dumb button there, Fisher. He's very angry because I guess an alarm was tripped, but it was nothing. The security company for the building called me and said that one of these guys broke a window. So, of course... Do you see any broken windows? I do not, but then again, I also stopped them from calling the police on you. So you should be happy that I'm here instead of them! What were the police going to do if they came in, Jeff? Good night! I'm going home! (laughs) Good night, McGinley. 
That's why we call him Crazy Eyes. <laughs> wow. That was awesome. That was so great. I'm going to make that into a promo. I was so much angrier than I thought he was going to be. Well, of course, it's just like he has to be sent down here for such a myriad of issues that aren't his fault. And then the one time where nothing actually happened and the security calls are like, oh, no, something's going on down there. We're going to call the cops. He's like, hold on. Let me come down here. Well, I just want to know if he I have a question. He's already in the car. He's probably listening. Well, if he is listening, I have a question. Why didn't he call me knowing that I was here and said, hey, Mikey, which is what he likes to call me. Can you check that one of the windows is not shattered and that things are being robbed? Probably because he was ready to blame you that you shattered the window. Why? He was ready to blame me? What the hell? I haven't been here for a week. <laughs> I've been here in the building. I haven't left the building since like 1.30. I've just been in here. I can't break anything. I, I'm sure that if they called That's the cops. I could break a lot of <laughs> I'm sure if they called the cops, they'd be like, the ice building again? Yeah, right. <laughs> They'd be standing outside there. Well, I don't see anything. Well, I also want to know, want to know what would happen if the cops showed up. Like, are they going to bang on the front door? I'm not. I can't hear it. I'm not going to answer it. You know, I know the rules. If you see the five zero, you look the other way. I didn't see anything. I didn't see nothing. I didn't see anything. You put four dudes on that guy. He's still going to score forty points. <laughs> the text says that was so toxic. Yeah, he was. He was selling it a lot <laughs> for the radio, but. I like that's exactly what I expected. If you've never heard Crazy Eyed, like that was pretty spot on, like pretty normal. Yeah, he uh, he certainly does. Especially if you catch him late at night. He certainly does have fits of rage for things that happen that are out of his control that he's the only one who can do anything about it. I, I, do you blame him? I love him to death. I do not blame him, I, no. I love him to death. He's one of those guys that is smarter than you oh, and knows it. And so when you're not up to par, he gets really frustrated. And I don't, I don't blame a guy. Yeah? That's just right in my left ear. Just... Pure visceral <laughs> screaming. Oh, <laughs> it actually hurts. <laughs> First world problems. Hey, man, I didn't even see this when he went by. Someone's texting on the text message calling me a Red Sox hater. I am a Red Sox hater because they well, suck. It's our Red Sox P1, our Red Sox fan P1, who's been telling us about the things they've been doing better towards the end of the year. But acknowledge they might be semi-okay. Okay, cool. Semi-okay. You got no starters, no bullpen, and your manager made poor choices. These are facts. Correct. They also made the ALCS. Yeah, because the Rays s the bed, and the Yankees aren't very good. But by default, does that not make them this year's second best team in baseball, or in, or in the American League? Sorry. Ugh. Right. What if I say that there's five teams in the National League better than the American? Doesn't matter. Ugh. Okay. Also, is there the Red Sox and the second best team in the American League? Better. You happy? You did it. <laughs> I mean, trust here's me, Mike, not, excited that I just said that. I'm that not team. happy that you said it, but you know, I'm I'm happy that you admitted it. That's good. Ugh, gross. <laughs> it's hard to say. I know. I God, that's disgusting. Oh, uh, Blazers up 107.83. Five minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. So good on them. I'm sure, they'll blow it. Now I understand the stink guy. He thought we broke some windows. <laughs> I know. I was like, I saw him out there, and I was trying to play it like a joke, like there was a ghost or something. Yeah. I, I was like, wait, you don't see him? It wasn't really much of a yeah. joke because you said ghosts. So. I know. Mike was like, you're an idiot. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? You're dumb. Then I heard the door to Joe's studio open, and I was like, who yeah. do you wish that would have been? 
I Who do I I'm, wish? I'm pretty happy that that was McGinley. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it could have been a better. That that was of him. all the realistic <laughs> options, I mean, can I say like, yeah, I'm pretty Salma happy. Hayek? Yeah, well, no, I mean, like people that work here. Yeah, if like Sacramento is, if it's Sacramento there, I'm like, oh God, what do we do? I right. miss Hayek. What yeah. are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. Joe missed the dump button. Are do we you on need mushrooms? Some help with this, your top one? Yeah, and this actually isn't working. No, no, no. I uh, McGinley is the best option that it could have been. Yes. Yeah. Is it swag? Like if swag's here, I'm like, oh God, let's just cut it. Just call it a night. I'm going home. I'm going home. <laughs> you want to finish this show so I complain yeah, about the Dodgers? Come on in. Here you go. Um, anyway, uh, the World Series is going on. <laughs> or do we just talk about McGinley for the next half hour? <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the World Series on this show. Not in the slightest. We should probably focus. Really? I mean, do we want a fair foul at this point? I mean, Bruce I'm Fraba. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's like well, three... Did you make a fair foul? Uh, I'm halfway there. Then yeah, we'll do it. You've already put effort in. I think there's it. three or four people listening to this show. Five got, if you count McGinley. Yeah, we got two people texting in about that. You'd think we'd get a lot more considering how badass insane that was. Yeah, but one of them's JR. He's been listening since like 6 a.m. this morning. <laughs> a I true P1. Right that's why there. I love our P1s. P1s is like P1 Jesse. I'm like, yeah, Jesse, you wake up at 5. You turn us on. You go to bed at 10. You turn us off. We love you. We know. <laughs> All day or day? You know, it's funny. No. I don't really think it's funny, but. You just said it because it's a turn of phrase. I am one of those people. That you are. I wake up in the morning, I go in the shower, and I say, Alexa, turn on Tanny the Fan. Did you know that you can do that on your Alexa? And she goes, hashtag ad. Tanny the Fan from Odyssey. And it's Brandon and Andy. In the morning. In the morning. I never do it if uh, that L.A. guy is on. Talks too much LA. He does talk a lot of that. And the Cowboys. And I'm not really into that. Uh, but what I am really into is game three of the World Series, which will be on Friday. You can catch that on 910 ESPN Portland. I like radio calls more than TV calls. So I try to listen to the radio and watch television at the same time. Uh, here we are. Uh, these games kind of went kind of ways we expected, right? Hot Braves coming out of that series kind of put their mark on the World Series and say, hey, we're here. We've gotten over that hump. We're here. We score runs. We keep you from scoring runs. We win a game. And then the Astros say, whoa, not so fast. We score runs as well. And I almost feel like the series really starts on Friday after watching these two games. Yeah, it does fit because, and I'm actually kind of upset. Somebody texted in today and said, I'm just going to do a parlay of Braves, Blazers, Timbers to all win. Which I was like, sure, I'll do that with you. Why not? That's fine. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a great one. And the Timbers are winning and the Blazers are Timbers winning. Timbers did win. Yes, and the Blazers are about to win and the Braves uh, lost. The benches are in, Patrick. It's over. Oh, okay. <laughs> like the deep benches. Wow, are you know bench players of Memphis? No, you know, bench CJ Ellaby, go Cooks. Yeah, this game's over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if CJ Ellaby's in, yeah, this game's over. Yeah. Um, and that's not a that bad little not, bet. That didn't hit because the Braves lost. Right. Um, yeah, so the. It is going almost exactly how I expected. Charlie Morton pitching game one. God, and he's been so good. He threw he's thrown one bad pitch all playoffs. He's two technically now. Right. Well, he got hit in the leg. Well, that's what I mean. Like if that he wouldn't have thrown pitch. that, yeah, that's the second. One was a home run against the Brewers in game one. That game was awesome. Wasn't that like two to one? Yeah. Yeah. Because he gave up the right. run, the home run. And then his other, his worst, second worst pitch was a comebacker that hit him in the ankle and broke his leg. Yeah. So he, he was, he's a great playoff pitcher. He's excellent. 
And I think you can look up him and Walker Bueller are up there with like Bob Gibson, Koufax, like those guys, Andy Pettit, those guys. So looking at the matchups, I was like, okay, so the Braves can take game one. And then because Astros are down and at home, despite the fact that Max Fried has been good, I had a feeling that Houston might win today to even it up. And Fried got kind of singled to death in that in that second inning. Yeah, death by a thousand cuts. And Urquidy pitched great. I mean, Urquidy was a guy. I didn't have a lot of trust with him. I actually did think Atlanta could win today because Urquidy, since coming off the IL, has been a little bit eh, like, okay. Mm-hmm. It's nothing special. And the Astros are really in a tough bind with their pitching right now because – they don't have McCullers. Right. And Granky has not been good uh, late this season and in, in the playoffs. So, And although Valdez was great he did in not the ALCS, well he did not pitch well yesterday. So I kind of, but I felt like that bounce back was coming because that Houston offense is crazy. The fact that the American League batting champion is batting seventh in your lineup <laughs> is an insane thing to me. Yeah. Like Yuli Gurriel is batting seventh. Yeah. And he won the batting title. Yeah. So that Astros lineup is nasty. And it was just a matter of time. And they, they went, I don't know if they they went back to it or it just felt like Astros hitting, but, I mean, they singled them to death. They looked normal. Contact hitting. <clears throat> they they weren't like, going for power. They were just getting hits. They looked like the team pre-trash cans we expected them to be. Yeah. So it is exactly where I expected it to be. Because of the Astros' issues in the rotation, I'm a little bit nervous that over the course of a seven-game series that attrition is going to come get them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so who right now is the guy that you trust to pitch well? Right. Valdez. And he didn't. Right. Okay. So who's left? You're not going to have McCullers. I don't even. Who's starting game three? I don't even know. Yeah, I know. I was just about to look that up right now. Because you used, you used Christian Javier today in, in relief. So he's not going to start. Uh, Luis Garcia. Okay. Versus Ian Anderson. And he's been pretty uh, in the playoffs so far as well. Tickets are as low as uh, 1100 bucks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. That's affordable. That's first World Series in Atlanta. World Series I, game I in imagine, Atlanta since 1998. I imagine that Granky's going to go game four. Yeah. Because you have to. And then you go Valdez again game five, and then you just you just piece it together from there if it and goes the Bra- that far. And the Braves are going to go bullpen game four. And then freed game five because you don't have Morton. Well, who's pitching after Anderson? Oh, Anderson's game three. Sorry. Yeah. Um, can you go Enoa? Smiley through today. Can you go Enoa? I think if you go Enoa, you're going bullpen. And he's just going to pitch a couple innings. Yeah. Yeah, then probably. Boy, isn't that crazy that we've now had bullpen games <clears throat> in the World Series? And that's where I kind of want to leave this off and start previewing and look ahead to see how the rest of this World Series shapes up and we'll kind of. You know, you know, fair or foul. I guess. Oh, fair or foul or next. Excuse me. So screw the World Series. Let's go to fair or foul. That sounds it way will better. be World Series related. Oh, yeah, baby. I like World Series related stuff. Uh, so we'll do that next. And first, before we get there, that's my man, Joe, with sports. Is it fair? Oh, my that's goodness. That's a fair ball. Or is it foul? Well, he thought it was foul, I think. A knowledge test for Patrick and Mike to see how well they know the big leagues. Mathematics and strange symbols now as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. The OBP and the SLG and the ISO and you name it. And what our distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues. Peralta knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two, a leadoff single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is Fair or Foul on the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. How we do this every week. Without further ado, this is Fur Foul World Series Edition. That's my man, Joseph Fisher III. Uh, yeah, World Series Edition um, with a little bit of fun at the end here. 
Ooh, I but like yes, that. Let's start off the with... The answer is Pedro Martinez. No. Bob Gibson. Fortunately not. Okay. Um, we have the Astros in the World Series, and they are really good on offense. See. They've been hitting the ball very well this postseason. But have they been hitting the ball so well that Farrell, they have four batters hitting over 300 in this postseason. Hmm. Jordan Alvarez, for sure. Michael Brantley. For sure? I think so. Kyle Tucker? Boy, that'd be hilarious. A bunch of dudes that weren't on the World Series winning team. Right. Correa? Correa? Yeah, I I think I'm going to say fair. Over 300, you said, Joe? Over. Four guys over 300. I'm going to go Correa, Brantley, Alvarez. I don't know if I like Tucker. But, yeah, I'll I'll stick with Tucker. I'm just thinking of guys who have been hitting for them. Um, I mean, Correa, he's had a couple of singles. I mean, Altuve's second all-time in (laughs) postseason home runs. Um, (laughs) Bregman's still Bregman. Yeah, I'll say fair. Both fair? Yeah. Yeah. It is foul. Ah. But I'm kind of being a douche because uh, Kyle Tucker batting 298. It's not a douche. He's not batting 300, which makes him an okay hitter. Uh, You got three. Uh, You're right. Jordan Alvarez. He's he's batting 410. Oh, yeah. The dude is just absolutely crushing. I don't think he got a hit today. He was hitting like 472 going into the game. Michael Brantley batting 352. Is he? Normal run-of-the-mill season. How many RBIs he got? Zero. (laughs) He's got the same as Jordan Alvarez, nine. Oh, hey! And Michael Brantley. Take and that! the same as Yuli Gurriel, who is uh, batting 340 in this postseason. And hitting so we, seventh in their lineup. So we chose Correa, and it's Yuri Gurriel. Yeah. yeah the Cor- race system. Correa is at 273. Uh, Bregman, 239. And the hateable baseball elf, Jose Altuve, batting 200 Yay! in the postseason. But all better than Martin Maldonado. Well, but he hits like 180 in his regular life. So. Yeah, but he's got a cannon yeah. for an arm. And he had a clutch hit today. Yes, he did. Uh, still batting 086. Got a boy. <laughs> because he got a hit today. Yeah. <laughs> all right, moving on to our next one here. And uh, I heard the morning show talking about this, I believe, this morning or the morning before. What, Terry Boyd's world? <laughs> No, uh, one dirt and spray. Ah, those guys. I will be working tomorrow, so I'm going to get a solid maybe five <laughs> hours of sleep. What the hell are you doing here, bro? Good what? on you. Why did you make that decision? I wouldn't even be here if Definitely. I worked that show in the oh, morning. Trust me, I agreed to that well before I thought things over. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, then I was like, <clears throat> crap. All right. Uh, but I am off Friday after the show, and there will be a nap. Good. On that I day. would imagine that that would be the case. Yes. That will be happening. Okay, um, but they brought up the Dodgers. And how they have won the division 10 years in a row, besides this year. So they've had it for 10 years in a row, basically. Um, I think it was last, uh, besides this year, the last time a team besides the Dodgers won the division, it was like 2012 or something like that. Okay. So they had won it eight, nine years in a row, I guess. So we're getting Giants in 2012, correct? Probably. So fair, fair or foul? The Dodgers of the 2010s, I guess you could say, this era, um, are the 21st century of the 90s Atlanta Braves. Yeah, the second you said that, I was like, that's like the Braves in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair for me. I mean, granted, I mean, the jury is still out somewhat because it's not like this team is disbanded, but I mean. Well, but the, the decade's over. So sure. if you're just talking about the decade, I mean, the Braves won 
the NL East how many years in a row? I want to say 12. I think it's 12, yeah. yeah. 12 or 13. And they, and they won 95. One World Series. They so lost They lost in 91, 92, 96. won it in 95, lost in, lost in 96, and, and 98. 98. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the Dodgers, right? Dodgers won 10 in a row, won one World Series, lost in two World Series, correct? Mm-hmm. So... Am I correct in that? They lost them too? Yeah. They lost to Houston and they lost to um who? Was Red Sox. One? They lost to the Red Sox? Okay. Um yeah, I mean that's almost identical, right? And it's it's <clears throat> both had kind of super teams. The Braves are obviously more starter heavy, but yeah. That's that's that team right there. Yeah, and I'll take it even I'll I'll go with Mike and I'll take it even a step further. The Braves, uh were, the Yan- were they the Yankees of the 2000s who the, won the AL East a lot but <laughs> won only one World Series and lost two? Well, remember in the 90s, the Braves were constantly in the World Series and won their division and were, like, considered the team of the decade. But at the end of the day, the team of the decade was the New York Yankees. Uh, in the 2010s, the team of the decade, I'm going to go with the San Francisco Giants. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, they, like not only is another team like at least the Yanks were in the different league. This team's in your division, and they're the team of the decade over you. Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, massively fair. Feel sneeze coming on. Sorry, watermelon. Look at the lights. Hang your head upside down. Chug water. I think it passed. I think we're good. Regulate breathing. Grandma's pie. All right. Yeah, we're good. Um tissue paper why, why, why is this a theory to say any same random words? i was talking about well, hiccup remedies yeah. yeah that's what patrick does with the uh, random words watermelon <laughs> well you just say whatever big watermelon fan ditto top three fruit of all time no not for me okay it's 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 too like unflavorful to be a top three fruit but it is delightful i'm gonna go with uh, it's got, it is 98% water. I'm going to go with it's got too much water in it. <laughs> Delicious. Love watermelon. Uh, all right. Uh, Eddie Rosario, have you been following the postseason? Very, very good. Very good. Very, very, good. very good. But has he been so good that fair or foul, Eddie Rosario has an on-base percentage over 500 in this postseason? Boy. <clears throat> so I saw a tweet couple of days ago mm-hmm. that was here are Eddie Rosario's last 30 at-bats and some of them were regular season and some of them were postseason dude was out like once out of every like eight times and if that's the case and that's been holding true through the postseason that's over 500 on OBP right so I'll Should say be. I'll say fair although did he get any hits today I don't think he did I don't think he did either um <clears throat> I am also going to say this is fair, but for different reasons. I don't think he played in the NLDS. Because Jorge Soler did, and then he got the COVID. So Rosario came in, and now you can't take him out of the lineup. Rosario's 0 for 4 today, which will certainly hurt that much. Don't cheat. I'm just looking up his box score today, that's all. I'm, I'm not go- scrolling to the other stuff. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say fair. I'm going to say fair. But only because his sample size is the NLCS. Sorry, looking at numbers. Um, you know, looking at all of the at-bats and everything, I think he played the NLDS. He okay, yeah. okay. Uh, and entering today, he was 
uh, on base percentage above 500. But that 0 4. Not no mm, more. That knocked him down to 471. You gotta be smarter at this, Mike. He's setting us up for failure. Over 500? That's a ridiculous number. I thought, like, nobody could be over 500 on base percentage. Because they aren't. But that's the setup I thought was. I know, but then we're like, yeah, it's got to be him. And it's like, no, like, I use logic. Was, I thought it was the reverse trick. Logic dictates. The reverse. Well, to uh, shove it in your face there, there's a guy named Jordan Al- Alvarez who is uh, on base percentage above 500 in this postseason. So. Well, his batting average is like 490. Well, so I hope so. F me very much. 410 batting average. Rosario, 426. On base percentage for Alvarez is 529. You know, another, another thing that Alex Cora did wrong mm. is he pitched to Jordan Alvarez. <laughs> Every single time he came up, you should be walking that man. Yet he kept pitching to him. There was one specific game where he went like four for four. It was the Eovaldi start. I think it was game six. Well, I was like, stop pitching to him. What I also <laughs> learned is if you pitch him in and down or in and up, he can't hit it. But if you hit him, if you throw him in, Middle of the plate, he'll yak, 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 yak. Anyone and, Oppo and wants they, to. Yeah, and they threw middle in. Yeah. And I have just one more. Playing MLB The Show. Yeah. I have it on my Xbox. It was on Game Pass, so it was technically free. And so I figured I should probably play it a little bit more before they take it off Game Pass. and Cost you 10 bucks a month. And then I can't play it, and so... Working my way up the minor leagues, trying to make the Orioles roster with my player. I'm in AAA. I'm with the Norfolk Tides. You know, a nice little run. What position? Third base, hot corner, of course. Uh, nice. Um, and you What's know, your my, number, 69? Uh, no. 12. Five. 420. Rock five. Um, and, you know, I, I'm, I was doing pretty good, and Joey's with me, and he's watched me play, and he says, I've never played before. Can I take an at-bat? Like, all right, well, let me get in a scenario where I'm not like 0 for 4 and you're my fifth at bat. I don't want to strike out. Like, so I got in my first at bat of a game. I was like, if I go 0 for 1, I can make up for it. Here you go. So he falls into an 0 2 hole just right off the bat. If you've never played MLB the show, it's pretty difficult learning curve because you're like, I mean, it's not like a real major league hitter, but you have to guess the pitch and the location. And depending on your settings, like, you got to time it right. It's crazy, it's difficult. Yep, yep. I told him that's. Uh, I was like, this game is all about timing, bud. So, fair or foul? Third pitch. Joey goes oppo field home run in his first ever at bat in MLB. I mean, it has to be fair. <laughs> the way you're selling it, he goes down zero and two quick, and he just is like, oh, fastball in the outside corner. I'll hit that the other way. Is that what it was, Patrick? But. Fair foul. Joey went oppo field home run for his first MLB the show at bat. Uh, I don't really know the game. I mean, it's so just it's baseball. It's baseball. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> I understand that. I know what Oppo means. I'm gonna say foul. He hit a ground. He hit a six four two double play. <laughs> oh man, you know that would fit a eight year old playing the game for the first time ever. But he went Oppo field, and I think a single tear fell from my eye watching him around the pride. bases. Proud Papa. Pure pride. Could not believe it. And it was like a high pop-up heading towards the right pole, and I'm like, oh, my it God. It is high. Yeah. It is I'm far. Like, oh, my God. Is that is that going? Just seeing the right fielder go to the wall, go to the wall, and then you stop. Put it on the ball. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, 
definitely dropped some curse words. I'm like, holy s. Do you uh, are you Joe Fisher the third in the game? Like, do you put the three? I don't know. I th- maybe you don't. Yes, it's your player. I, you created. Him. Well, I know. I can't remember. I think I know that he's like that in uh, my uh, my player in 2K. But I don't know if I added the third mm. on uh, the show. Well, maybe he should be Joe Fisher the fourth. Maybe I should have changed it after that for sure. There's your fair foul. If you couldn't tell by the music fading out, <laughs> and that is fair foul. We do it every single week at nine thirty, unless the Ducks aren't playing. Then it's eight thirty. But you know, I can't keep up with that, so I don't expect you to as well. We come back. We'll wrap this bad boy up. It's hot corner. Ten eighty. The fan. Hey. Tr- this is the hot corner with Harrison Lynch on ten eighty. The fan. Nine fifty one. This is Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it. I forgot to say this earlier, but like always, we are live from the poop-filled Willamette. You did not say that. That is true. And speaking of Willamette, uh, CJ McCollum had himself a good game tonight. Yeah, so did Ann Simons, and Dame started hitting some shots. The Blazers looked really good again today. So you had their Suns win. Who, by the way, the Suns lost to the Kings today on a Harrison Barnes walk-off three. Harrison Barnes? That guy's still in the league? That guy killed the Blazers in game one. So the Blazers have had two really good games, one horrifically bad game, and then one mostly horrifically bad with one spunky comeback in the fourth quarter. Who on earth is this team so far? Blazers very, at, very annoying. <clears throat> Blazers at home on Friday to the Clippers again. That'll go well, I'm sure. I expect them to get blown out. Well, I mean, the Clippers, I don't know, like in the first quarter tonight, literally shot like 18%. So, Well, they also shot 18% against the Blazers, but the Blazers... So they did 30 turnovers in that game. So. And then on I'm not ha- exaggerating. The number was 3-0, 30. And then at Halloween at 4 o'clock, they will be at Charlotte, which where they will most likely lose. But hey. Hey, the Hornets are 4-1. Tickets as low as 8 bucks Because <laughs> nobody in Charlotte cares about the Hornets. Sacramento at Dallas. Tickets as low as 6. Utah at Milwaukee on NBA TV. Tickets as low as 13. Man. Detroit at Brooklyn. Tickets as low as $8. Houston at Los Angeles is the nightcap on Halloween. Tickets are as low as fill in the blank. $21. 43 For the Lakers, I imagine. For the Lakers. Okay. <laughs> Houston. You know, hot money. I bet you LeBron won't even play. Yeah, that's like the worst team in the Western Conference. <laughs> so hey. what is it when like the Blazers come to town? Check this. I'm like looking, as low as $79? Like looking through real quick and seeing like the most expensive tickets. For the games through Tuesday, November 2nd. The most expensive game for tickets as low as starting tomorrow is tomorrow. On NBA TV at 5 o'clock tip. The Knicks at the Bulls. Ooh, Tickets as low as $69. Nice. Good old classic rivalry. I like that. That is the most expensive as low as. You know, that makes number sense, two, though. Number two, Friday Cavs at Lakers. Okay, so the Lakers are expensive. Yes, Lakers are expensive. It makes sense. The Bulls are undefeated to start, and the Knicks are a big draw anywhere, and they've been playing better. That makes sense that that would be the most expensive. Number three on Saturday, Utah at the Bulls. So there's something in the air in Chicago. Well, they're undefeated. P. 
People are thinking these guys are legit. They made all those moves at the end of the year. Lonzo they got themselves Ball is Lonzo there now. Ball. DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan. Dude, like, this team is clearly, Vucevic like, is still there. picked up a bunch of guys that you kind of know but Zach don't Levine's know. Zach Levine's good. Hottest ticket in town. Oh, do you want to know what I watched? Chicago Bulls. <laughs> Today? Huh. I, I feel some shame for it, but I wanted to throw it on while I was here. I watched... Preseason Syracuse basketball. Oh God, dude! <laughs> Where are they playing? Like on the hoops in the back court? Or they play at the Carrier Dome. It was the Carrier Dome. They play. They play a high school team. They played Pace University. What is the hell is that? It's in New York City. Kazuntite. <laughs> I mean, What'd you is, say about my mama? The word is Pace. That's not a difficult word to say. Well, I don't know, dude. Sounds made up to me. I was just curious. I wanted to see because they got a bunch of transfers. You want to see if the if if the zone is still the zone? No, I wanted to see because they said this is the greatest shooting team Bayheim's ever had. Oh, Carmelo Anthony and uh, Johnny Flynn have things to say about that. Well, uh, you've got Buddy Buckets. Yeah, fair. You've got the other Bayheim brother now there from Cornell who can shoot, Jimmy Bayheim. You got the Villanova transfer, Cole Swider, who can shoot. I can't get over that he's from Cornell. Well, he went to Cornell. Sorry, yeah. office. I'm still in the brain. Oh, okay. Um, hey, they shot the ball well today. So, right. I mean, it gets pace. <laughs> Their tallest guy was like 5'8". But, you know, they tried real hard. <laughs> Their center is me. <laughs> <laughs> All we did were like little alley-oops to our center. Well, yeah, it's like a 1 versus 16 unless you're Virginia. I mean, not a 1 versus 16. It was like a 1 versus 98. <laughs> uh, I saw Dune on Sunday. I'm very excited to see that. I would like to see it very badly. Is it good? I think it's great. Good. Visually stunning. I haven't read the books in a very long time, and I think that's a good thing because I'm not going to complain that they didn't do the books justice because I don't remember them well enough. I don't think... I just know that I loved the book. I know I know the books decently. I haven't read them myself in a while, but I do remember them decently. I thoroughly enjoyed. And they're making it a trilogy. Yeah, I think part one is... Is it a trilogy based on the original book, or are they going the three books? Part one is the first half of Dune. Part two is the second half of Dune. Part three is Messiah. They're not getting into Children of the Dune. Okay. Because that was the last one I read, and then the ones after that I heard were pretty mediocre. Yeah, it's because I think they want to make sure the end of Messiah, Paul, is not in a great spot. And they want to end it there as opposed to like this rabbit bow tie thing on... At the end of Children of the Dune, which I don't think is a very good book. All right, that'll do it for us. We'll be back next week. Either we're at Game Seven of the World Series, or it is wrapped up, and we and will John do. Sin? And John Sukanik will be here next week. Either, well, or the week after. He has Either to way, also be available. The man is coming down the line. We'll wrap up the season the next couple weeks. For Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher, I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do. Like watch Dune again tonight. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.